to Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass and crass and, and kicking kick ass. Yes. Kicking yes. ass, don't yes. you know? Even, uh, Even na, 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 na. Well, <laughs> I'm Angie Bailey. And I'm Susie Schubert. And we're super duper excited to be here today. You know, it's we're still in the Valentine's Day groove. We hope you enjoyed our last episode about sort of the naughtier, wilder side of Valentine's Day. And if you haven't, go back because it's just it's it's pretty it's pretty good. So <laughs> that's where I was listening. listening to. Yeah, I was listening to that show on my way to the grocery store, <laughs> and I was like, if anybody sees me right now in the car, I was like, la- tears are rolling down my face. Oh. Um, well, you found oh. such good things that we could just riff on. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the material was pretty much, you know, a slam dunk. Uh-huh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so today we're kind of going, you know, we're taking it from uh, the the naughty side to the, the cheesier side. And we're wondering if you'd like some wine with that cheese today. Oh! <laughs> it's only 1 o'clock in the afternoon here, but, you know... <laughs> Maybe, yeah. In retrospect, maybe we sure, should be having some wine. Yeah, exactly. So cheesy love songs is what we're talking about, though, folks. Today, Susan and I are going to share our favorite ones with absolutely no apologies. And I'm, there's no shortage of the cheese out there, folks. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. I got my crackers ready. All right. <laughs> yeah. We're going to slather the cheese whiz on. God, you know what I'm really hungry for now is baked brie. Ooh, that is so good with oh, like the phyllo dough on the yeah. outside. Oh, that's good too. Yeah, yeah. Any, is that what you're all, talking about? Well, just like b- baking the wheel of brie and it's all gooey, but I've had the phyllo dough one too. That's oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. I've never baked it just like without the top or without the crust. Yeah, you can just bake it. You just warm it up. Just warm it up and it's delicious. Oh. And um, yeah, with a little bit of uh, like raspberry jam or something yeah, yeah, yeah. on top of it. Oh my god! All I can think of now is look a wagon wheel. Oh look a Remember wagon that? wheel. Got a hankering for a hook of cheese. Yeah, burp, 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 burp. yes. <laughs> but you know, I live in a in well. Chris doesn't eat cheese because he's dairy free, and so the next time we're together, let's have a cheese party. Let's oh celebrate god, with I a cheese that. party. I love that idea. We'll have Bray and we'll have Gouda. Yes. It'll be a Gouda time. It'll be a very Gouda time. (laughs) I still remember that cheese that you fed me that day that you brought back from Wisconsin that kind of had those little crystals in it or something. It was so good. Oh, my God. That was good. Oh, that was delicious. I know. I need to get more of that. Of course, it's a store on the way to Wisconsin, or it probably is in Wisconsin. I don't even remember. Yeah, it was definitely in Wisconsin. And they had so many different varieties. It was crazy. It was hard to pick just a few. Wow. Yeah. I do love some good cheese. So, Me yeah. Too. It's a date. All right. I like that date. Nice. Well, but meanwhile, uh, we'll have to settle for cheesy love songs. We will. And I, maybe on our cheesy date, we listen to some cheesy love songs. And <gasps> if we were to put together a playlist, let's talk about what, would, what our top three would be. Oh, I love that. Should All we right, go back so- and forth? Okay, you go first. Pick your. Are you? Are they in any order for you? Like uh, uh, number one, number two, number three, or not necessarily? Y- yes, they are kind of, but I like them all equally. And I just wonder if we have any crossover. I I kind of doubt it, but this will be fun. Okay, so well, we might, we might. Okay, so maybe I'll save my favorite one for last. 
Okay. All right. So the the one that I um and and these are most I think these are all from the seventies because it's just like yes. you can't beat the cheese. You can't beat the cheese. I think one of mine is from the eighties, but I'm pretty sure the others are from the seventies. Yeah. Okay. So my 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 first option that I'd like to present to the my first exhibit. I've been watching the impeachment trial too much. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that is not exhibit. a cheesy love song. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Is um, Knock Three Times by Tony Orlando and Dawn, 1971. <laughs> and here's what I love about it. I love about it because it's a love song, but it's kind of a, a creepy love song because they're not really in a relationship. As he says, oh hey, girl, God. this is from 1971. Hey, girl, what you doing down there dancing alone every night? While I live right above you, I can hear your music playing. I can feel your body swing one floor below me, and you don't even know me, but I love you. Oh, darling, knock three times on the ceiling if you want me. Mm-hmm, twice on the pipe if the answer is no. And then he goes on and he says, and then he says, meet me in the hallway. Twice on the pipe means you ain't going to show. <laughs> And then he says, if you look out your window tonight, pulling the string with the note that's attached to my heart, read how oh many times God. I saw you, how in my silence I adore you. <laughs> it's just, it's, he's a creeper. By the way, did Alexa yeah. like want to get in on that love it's story? My It's a Google thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was hilarious. I, I Excuse me, I can't understand you. <laughs> I can't understand the lyrics to that cheesy song. I'm not playing that piece of shit. Oh, my God. What if she started playing it? That would be so creepy. I know. So, and I have to say, too, these are all songs that when we had our safety dance video watch party, the videos were also in it. And so I can't, it's it's hard for me also to take the video out of the cheesiness of the song because it's such a cheesy video, too. But here's my question, though. Is that a song you actually really like? Like yes. you would play that all the time? Oh, my God. I love God. that song. That is hilarious. I, it's, it's on some playlists that I have. I just, I love it. <laughs> it's just I kind of a I cannot say that is on my list. So. Oh, yes. But I will definitely give you a gold star for that being <laughs> one of the cheesiest songs. All right, you go. <laughs> okay. This is actually probably my third, okay. so the last on the list. And it's actually a really nice song, so I don't think there's a lot you could make fun of it, but it's definitely cheesy. Mm -hmm. Oh My Love by John Lennon. Oh, Do you know that that's one? such a great song. Yes. And I Honestly, I think the main reason I love it is because it was on the movie Little Darlings. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that in so many years. Oh, my God. Any of you guys remember that movie? What's really sad is it's never playing anywhere. It's like some for some reason they've never sold the rights to it or something because you cannot... Maybe. I, I guess I've never, like, gone down the dark web. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you imagine that movie being on the dark web? Oh, you probably don't want to search Little Darlings on the dark web either. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Ugh, yeah. You might get a copy that... on eBay or something. <laughs> but that's that movie. Yeah, I mean, I could probably buy... I should be able to buy a DVD of it. Yeah, you should. But it's like I can't watch it anywhere. Anyway, but it's that movie with Christy McNichol... And um, Tatum O'Neill. Yes. And they go to that summer camp. And it's like they both, they have this bet, like, who's going to get laid before the end of summer camp. And then actually they each lie about 
who did it and who didn't. And I don't want to give away any spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. I, I remember when that was but, on HBO and I wasn't allowed to watch it. I think it was, or I mean, it, it was early 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was actually. I, yeah. Or yeah, maybe so, it was late. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. remember. I just remember not being able to, not being allowed to watch it. So I watched it as an adult. But <laughs> Well, of know. course, I must not have had many rules at my house because I was watching that shit. Oh, and wow. wishing, wishing I was Christy McNichol with, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name right now. I don't the know. bad boy guy. He was a bad boy guy, not Rob Lowe. We were just talking about Rob Lowe. Uh-huh. God, I'm totally blanking yeah, who he was. But he was the total up. bad boy, one of the bad boys from the 80s or late yes. 70s. Let's see, little darling. And she like got in yes. a, he picked her up in a boat, in a canoe. Oh, jeez. Took her oh, over Matt to Dillon. Matt Dillon and took her over to like some boathouse or something for them to get it on for her yes. first time. And that, oh my lover, for the first time in my life. Remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's not one that's played very often. It's not. Mm-mm. No, I, yeah, I don't think it is. But for some reason, that just stuck with me and I thought it was the most romantic song ever I love it I love it oh my gosh very good very good (laughs) okay you get a gold star for that one too oh thanks okay my second favorite one is Brandy by Looking Glass (laughs) yeah that's a good one I love that and here's what I love I love that it's really a love song about oh my love is the sea I can't be with you Brandy because I'm a sailor and I'm in love with the sea. That's yeah, how that it, is pretty cool. It ends. And, you know, he, she's talking, they're talking about, you know, there's a girl in this harbor town works laying whiskey down. They say, Brandy, fetch another round. And she serves them whiskey and wine. And then they say, what a fine girl she is. What a good wife. Your eyes could steal a sailor from the sea. But then at the end, what a good wife you would be, but my life, my lover, my lady is the sea. Oh. I know. It's just tragic. It's tragic, but I was, oh, <laughs> before this morning when I was putting this list together, I made a YouTube playlist of all the songs because I wanted to, to hear them again. Oh, and, I love that. And I was like, yeah, it's, I, that Brandy has been like one of my favorite songs for my entire life. It has such like vibes from the 70s and I remember hearing it on the radio in the 70s and the just it sound you know it's got that 70s groove to it that yeah that is a really good song like it's cheesy but it's a good song it's not like schlocky cheesy right I like schlocky cheesy too though I do too but like that not three times no I can't do Oh man, I think that my runners up are probably more in line with your, because mine are more mainstreamy, not mainstreamy, yeah. but they're more they're they're less schlocky, I guess. So, what do you got for your number two? Well, my number two is definitely schlocky. Schlocky. Oh, what a funny word when you think about it. Schlocky. It sounds German or something. <laughs> In the schloss, being schlocky. In the schloss, I'd be in schlocky in the schloss. <laughs> I I would give you a million dollars right now if you even knew this song or had ever heard it okay. in your entire life. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Drum roll, please. Yes. It's called Shandy by Kiss. No. 
Okay. Okay. I should have looked this up beforehand because, you know, like I'm thinking anybody would know what this is. So it's a Kiss song from, I want to say it's the 80s. I should find, I'm looking up right now to see what, oh, here's the video. Oh, <laughs> oh it's from their album Unmasked, which was really bad. Um, I think it might have had I Was Made for Loving You on it, though. Mm. Did that have I Was Made for Loving You? Because, you know, that's a song everybody knows, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right, You know yeah. that song by Kiss. Um, so anyway, I don't even remember for sure. I'd have to look it up. I didn't do my homework. But that song to me, for some reason, like I had a boyfriend that introduced me to Kiss. And I think I've told that story about how I couldn't stay. I didn't think I liked him. And then he included a whole bunch of their songs on the other side of a culture club tape. And because he was such a huge fan, I had to listen to it. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I actually love all these songs. I didn't know they were Kiss. And so he turned me into a complete Kiss fan. Like, then I had to have every album, and I was over the top. And this is an album that anybody who was a hardcore Kiss fan typically hated because it was like their sellout album. Oh, okay, okay. They had, like, taken off their makeup. It was (laughs) when they took off their makeup, and everyone was like, oh. And... uh, yeah, so, but it is the cheesiest song. What's it's it like, about? Um, it's like, it's hard without like singing it, and I'm not going to sing it on the podcast because oh, that you're would a be good ridiculous. singer, though. No, let me see if I'm going to pull up the lyrics. Shandy lyrics. Shandy. I just can't pretend no more. I keep running out of lies. Loving you is killing me tonight or killing me inside. <laughs> Every time I find the words to end it, Something in your eyes won't let it. Shandy, tonight must last us forever. Oh, God. Forever we say goodnight and go home. (laughs) But you know me very well, and I know you. You can't tell me goodnight. Goodnight. Oh, this is a really good one. We've been holding on so tight, we're afraid to let it go. Shake it loose. We both could use the ride. (laughs) Oh, Oh my gosh. Did you make out to that song ever? No, actually, I don't think I did, but I just love the melody. The melody is actually really pretty. So I don't know. I'd be curious if anybody dared to like look it up on Spotify and give it a listen. I think we've got a few listeners that like that vein of music. So I'll be interested. We should post it once this airs and see if anybody recognizes it. If I played that song for you or for anybody, you would never guess in a million years it's Kiss. Because it doesn't sound like them at all. It is not a rock song. It's a very cheesy pop song. Is it like, like Beth? Uh, it's a little more upbeat than Beth. Okay, okay. But uh, oh, okay. So I'm gonna have to look that up when we're done. <laughs> now she's curious. Okay, so here's my number one, and it's a sh- the schlockiest of schlocky, but it is on some of my playlists, especially. This is l- one that I wonder if we'll both have. Afternoon delight. No. <laughs> By the Starland Vocal Group, 1976. Oh, I can't believe that didn't even come up on a list because I did some internet searching for cheesy songs and that one didn't even come up. Didn't it? I can't oh, believe it. Oh, God. Okay, so let me just read you a little. 
Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. My motto's always been, when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night when everything's a little clearer in the light of day? And we know the night is always gonna be there anyway. And then she comes in, thinking of you, working up my appetite, looking for a little afternoon delight, rubbing sticks and stones together, make the sparks ignite, and the thought of loving you is getting so exciting. Sky Angie's doing some movements. Afternoon delight. Oh, that's such a good, and the video is like a hundred times better than the song, so. And did you ever know what Afternoon Delight was when you were listening to that song? Not when I was young. No. no not, not in the 70s, no. no. idea. I thought they were probably eating like a good piece of pie or something. <laughs> like Turkish Delight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, and oh, it's just, it's so good. I just love that song, and I always have. I, Yeah. I can't say I love that song. <laughs> oh, God, this is again the difference between you and me. There's so much similarity, but this is where the Venn diagram kind of the Venn diagram. <laughs> you know, I appreciate that song for everything it stands for in the '70s and the memories it gives me. Uh-huh. But that is not something that I would want to listen to. Oh, you know man. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm kind of surprised you didn't have the number one that I have. Oh, is it the child molester song? It is the child. <laughs> She's just 16 years old. <laughs> Leave her alone. They said. That is Separated by fools who don't know what love is yet. <laughs> but I want you to know if I could fly. And I'd he does. He up. does fly. i take you into the night and show you love on my magic carpet. <laughs> Oh, my God. And she looks like freaking, you know, like she's off of Little House on the Prairie or the Facts of Life. I mean, she's so <laughs> young and innocent. Sa- she doesn't even I mean, want to be there. She doesn't have a gunny sack dress. I know. She looks so freaking bored while they're like flying around on that carpet. And all of a sudden she gets this like, like, like the director said in her ear, okay, lay down now. So then she just lays down and he kisses oh her and it's just the creepiest. He's he- so... He's off and he's dead. R.I.P. He literally comes into her window. He does. And throws the carpet down on the floor (laughs) to fly away with it. (laughs) With her. (laughs) Oh, man. That, okay, that is the number one, I have to say. I didn't try to didn't try to release that video when Richard Ramirez was crawling in people's windows. Ew. Ew. Oh, God. What is the name of that song? Into the Night by Benny Mardonez. Oh, yeah. Into Your Window by Richard Ramirez. But here's Ramirez. the thing. I take away the music or take away the lyrics and all the creepiness about it. I love that song. It's one of those songs that whenever it comes on, I never turn it off. I oh, love yeah. it. I, I love the melody of that song. I don't know what it is. It's about good. It. It's good. I love it. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, okay, so that one, that one gets the biggest gold star, I think, because... You think? I do. I just, I do. I do. But Afternoon <laughs> Delight has to be number two. Well, yeah, it's definitely <laughs> up there with the cheese. So do you want to hear some of the ones that I found? Well, do you want me to tell you my runners-up real quick? Oh, yeah, that's right. We didn't ta- tell about our runners-up. I have some runners-up, too. Okay, well, anything by Chicago... Especially oh, yeah. like hard habit to break or 
Uh, You're the meaning in uh, my life. Not, not that one. I don't like that one. But <laughs> that that one that one but ended up being uh, in the Karate Kid or something. I don't remember. <laughs> of course, I don't did. remember. But there's hard habit to break and hard to say I'm sorry. I mean, like oh, all yeah. those are just so good. Yeah. Um, and then anything by Air Supply too. Oh God! I just yes. love. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. you. Yes, and then just as like a little bonus, these aren't like really, these are more sexy love songs. So Totally Hot by Olivia Newton-John. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so that's, okay, those are my runners up. I haven't heard that song in ages. Don't you have a remake of that song? I do. Jimena Hatfield. That's right. She did all these ONJ covers. (laughs) So good. So good. OMG with the ONJ. ONJ. Oh my God. All right, so one of my runners-up was Sweet Baby by Stanley Clark and George Duke. Sweet baby. Is, is that yeah. how does it go? Oh, it's you. Sweet, sweet baby. baby. Sweet baby. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's a good one. I will never be something by your side. Sweet oh, baby. Yeah, that's I good. I love that song. And that's actually, it's super, super cheesy. But again, I think it's a really good song. It's like mm-hmm. kind of a, because those guys were jazz musicians. Like it's mm-hmm. a good song. Yeah. And that's another one of those songs. It totally brings back a memory of going to Basic, which stood for Brothers and Sisters in Christ. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and it was the weekly youth group that I went to in junior high at oh. my church. And Eric Nitschke was always there, and I had such a huge crush on him. And for some reason, that song reminds me of being in that church group and just hoping that I got, you know, when it was time to break us all up into our Bible study rooms, that I would be put in with Eric Nitschke so we could talk about the Bible together. Oh, very sweet. That's a very wholesome memory. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Probably wasn't having very wholesome thoughts, but probably not. But oh, you know, of course, you gotta... I was kind of a goody-goody, you know, back then. I probably leave didn't, some room you know. for the Holy Spirit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! And my other runner-up is "Kiss You All Over" by Exile. Oh, yes. I won't kiss, kiss you, you all over. over. Yes, that and is over a good one. Again. That's like a sexy song. It is sexy. Yes. closes in. Oh, yeah. that is good. Wanna that's a get good home, guess. Dear, I'm going to light your fire. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> I See, we're getting it. me all hot and bothered here on Feminine Hijinks with I our know. songs. Oh, man. Getting yeah. a good playlist going. We should make a combined playlist of our favorite cheesy songs. And- <gasps> Just post yeah. it for anybody to, anybody to listen to. I mean, this is basically like Yacht Rock. It is. And I yeah. love a Yacht Rock, man. Oh, my God. Me too. All right. So I will share with you. So basically, I just Googled top cheesy love songs because I right. was just curious to see because obviously these are all subjective. Like mm-hmm. there is no cheesy song expert out there that I know of. Right. Yes. <laughs> But uh, what was interesting is none of the ones that I had on my list were on this. There are a couple that you mentioned that are on this. All right. And I don't think this is in any sort of order. But um, My Heart Will Go On by Celine oh. Dion. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot. I, okay, bless anybody that likes her, but I cannot listen to her voice. I just can't. 
Do you know, I, I her voice doesn't bug me as much as Mariah Carey's voice bugs oh, me. Yeah. Well, it's like, depends. take a note. When, when Mariah goes note. way up, that, that bugs me. <gasps> but Celine just in general bugs me. Well, no, you know, again, no offense because I'm sure she's a lovely woman. But oh, if yeah. I don't have to watch her, I'm okay with listening. <laughs> oh, gosh. She makes those really <laughs> weird faces that she sings and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I always laugh because, you know, in Cards Against Humanity, there's that one card that's like the penny whistle solo oh, from My Heart Will Come. <laughs> and it's so true. That's like the ultimate of cheesiness when you have a penny whistle in your song. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yes. Yes. Now I want to play Cards Against Humanity. Add any trees. Yes. And have margaritas. I'm counting down the days till I can make margaritas again. Saturday night, we're making margaritas. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. I'm going to go sit out in that snowbank. Yes. It's the low is going to be negative 17 this weekend. So Holy shit, maybe not. Probably not this weekend. Oh, okay. So another one. This is probably one of the tops, too. I have to say, hello by Lionel Richie. Oh, and the video on top of it the all. Video. Isn't he singing to a blind lady? I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hello. Is it me? <laughs> and it, Yes. And she's making she's that, like, that bust of him. And she's, she, she's blind. And yes. Somehow, Lionel, I don't think this was meant to be taken quite so literally. <laughs> singing to a blind person. <laughs> As she's reaching out into the room, is it me? <laughs> then there was that time that Lionel Richie visited Walnut Grove. Yeah, and sang it to Mary. Sang it to Mary. <laughs> outside the outside the little house, Pa was like he was getting his shotgun down because he, he was like, was. He you was, know, you're a little old for Mary. And she was doing a butter sculpture of him because Ma's just turned some butter. So she was doing the butter sculpture of his but Ma face. Ma felt bad, so she cooked up some apple fritters before they sent him on his way. Yes, yes, it was very sweet. Yeah, that was that in that episode where Pa gets that blouse. It was another one of those <laughs> they decided not to use. Pa gets the blouse. <laughs> did you watch? Okay, the, so did you watch the Fred episode yet? No, okay. I think it's my next one. But I watched the episode last night of when. Um, Oh, it was another two-parter when the his mom dies, and then they go to get the grandpa. And that's when they have to shoot Bunny. And oh. I got to tell you, I was sobbing at the end of that episode. I know, Between I was Between the too. Bunny thing, I was traumatized hearing that gunshot. I was terrible. And then, yeah, the grandpa comes, and of course, he and Laura get this bond, and then he leaves in the end, and I'm just like, no! <laughs> I know. And then it opens up with, you know, with Carrie and the turkey, like... Oh, my God, I know. It's her pet. It's her pet. I know. That was so sweet. I know. That was sweet that he brought the turkey back. But then you got to wonder, okay, so then what did they do for Thanksgiving? Exactly. (laughs) I wanted to finish that storyline. I'm like, what are they going to do? It's not like they had Tofurky back then. No, they didn't. (laughs) We could make that a choose your own adventure episode (laughs) where we could come up with What did they eat on Thanksgiving? (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. All right, so another one. Wind beneath my wings. You are the wind beneath my wings. Did you ever see that? My maxi wings. (laughs) Did you ever see that, uh, the movie? Beaches? Beaches. Yes, I loved that movie. Bitches. Bitches. (laughs) 
We should rewrite it and call it bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. When it came out, like, I don't know. I'm not a Bette Midler fan. And so, but I, at the time I did love that movie and it did make me cry. It made everybody cry. It was a total yes. tearjerker. You know what this song reminds me of? Do you remember that show? I cannot remember the name of it. It was like in the 80s and there was a Down syndrome boy on it. Yes. And it was like about a family. His name was Corky. Yes. And it was called, was it Life Goes On or something yes, life something or like something that. Something like that. Yes. And there was this whole episode. I feel like I've talked about this in the podcast. Maybe it was our other one. But like this whole episode about how... He found out that the mom used to be a singer, and, and mm -hmm. but she gave up her career because she had him and he had special needs. And so, yep. you know, she was going to, she needed to be home more, couldn't have that career. And he found out about it and was really upset and felt like he ruined her life. And at the end, you know, she finds out that he was all worried about that and she sings that song to him. Aww. And I got to tell you, the waterworks were on because that was awfully sweet. That is very sweet. That is very sweet. Actually, you know what song really makes me cry by Bette Midler is Baby Mine. Because oh. do you know what I'm talking about? I she do. sings that. I've heard of it. I don't know that. Well, I she can... didn't write it. I mean, it's from Dumbo. But it's when <gasps> oh, the right. mom oh. is rocking the baby Dumbo and they're like separated. So I can't listen to that song without crying. Oh my gosh, no. And <laughs> I haven't seen Dumbo since I was a very small child and I will not watch it again. I know. It's so sad. It's terrible. So sad. Okay, and then of course there were a couple air supply songs. Mm. Like you said, the one that you love and all out of love. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm the one that you love and now I'm all out of love. <laughs> yes. I'm the one that's all out of love. Here I am. The one that you love. <laughs> that is the cheesiest. It's total cheese. Okay, but this song, I think, is the one I hate the most. Mm. The Lady in Red by Chris ew, DeBerg. Ew, <laughs> ew, ew, ew. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, that, that song, song is horrible. Is... I would listen to Afternoon Delight a hundred times. I would listen to Knock three times. Oh, 33 God. times before I listen to the lady in fucking red. <laughs> the lady in red is dancing with me. And doesn't it have like the little like that little sound in the background? That oh, little, it's so bad. Oh, oh you so know what bad. else is really bad is she's like the wind. Ooh, did he sing that? Patrick Swayze sings that. Oh. It's from Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I don't remember that one. I'll give you the wind. Ooh. I'll give you my wind. I'll give you my wind. And then the last one I have on here is Lady by Kenny Rogers. Lady. I was listening to that again today because I couldn't really remember it. I was getting confused by that and Sticks. Okay. Lady, which is a great That's song. That's a good song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had forgotten this Kenny Rogers song. And when you listen to it, it just made me laugh so hard. Because he, like, has this gravelly voice. Lady. And I love you. <laughs> He's thinking about fried chicken. <laughs> and made me whole. It's just. Oh, oh, Kenny Rogers made me whole, made him a hole, got inside my hole. 
<laughs> I don't want Kenny Rogers inside my hole. I don't want to be in Kenny Rogers' hole either. <laughs> <laughs> or Benny Mardona's hole. Oh. <laughs> Oh, moving on. We got to get to the ladies' room, man. Time's a ticking. Uh, and this makes me want to like do one of those games that you did when you were in high, junior high, where you like rip up the names of people and then see who's going to be the couple. Oh. I'm gonna like make you be with Chris Berg. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm gonna pick the house that you live in. <laughs> Chris Berg in a shack in Hawaii with twelve kids. <laughs> oh god that is so funny oh. oh well you can be with elder barge then <laughs> oh god i see another episode coming on oh my I gosh do, i do oh all well, right that was so fun but it's time to go to the late i gotta go we gotta go to the ladies i know room. we gotta go to the ladies room and get our business done so we can get back to class Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, well, lady. 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 So okay. what you got? So today, along with Valentine's Day, I'm still on that kick. So I was actually looking up something for something. Oh, it was for my business. I was looking up different terms of endearment, like different mm-hmm. way to say friends or whatever. And I came across some of the funniest things. And I'm like, I have to share that on the podcast. Oh, is this like the thing from your story? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. So I won't take a long time going over these, but I just am wondering if you've heard of some of these. I think they're great. So some terms of endearment, some of my favorites for women, for each other, Uh a biffle. (laughs) So that's like your BFF. But you say you're you're my biffle. (laughs) That sounds like you're trying to say abyssal vacuum cleaner, but you've got to... Or something about toilet paper. I don't know. Oh, that's funny. Or Bessie. B-H-E-S-S-Y. Like bestie, but you're Bessie. Okay. My Bessie. And then cheese muffin. (laughs) That sounds kind of gross. Well, you love cheese. (laughs) I do love cheese. And I I do love muffins. (laughs) Yeah. And that one doubles as friend or a lover. Ew, which that makes it even grosser, actually. Right. I use muffin when I talk to the kitties. I call them muffins. Muffins. Uh-huh. Love muffins. Yeah. I'd heard of like love muffin. Never heard cheese muffin before. No. And then, I... go ahead. Isn't that funny? And I was to say for men, um, for friends, there are a bunch of them, but one that I'd never heard of I thought was funny was Mang. And that's like, <laughs> From Al Pacino in Scarface when he says, hey, man, and there's a Cuban accent. (laughs) Hey, man. That made me laugh. And then my favorite, which is the one I posted on my story, was a brotato chip. (laughs) That's my favorite. My friend Greg was already like, you can call me your brotato chip. So I, I texted him this morning and he got back. And what did he say? Oh, hey, what did he say? Now I can't remember. Sisteroni or Sister Pepperoni or something like that. It was really cute. Oh, I love and it. Then, okay, so then terms of endearment for a lover, mm. for women. Uh, what did I even say? Girlfie? Isn't that weird? Yeah. Girl, my girlfie, my cheese muffin, my boo thing or boo thang. <laughs> 
boothang. Oh, my right. booberry. Oh, <laughs> my booberry and baboo. I always love that. <laughs> Who used to say that? My sweet baboo. My sweet baboo. What is that from? Oh my god, that's from something, isn't it? From it like is. when we were young. Yeah, something about my sweet baboo. My sweet baboo. And then for women to call men for a lover is a snuggle butt. Cute. A, a wolverine. <laughs> or oh. a wookie. <laughs> oh my god, a wookie? That kind of creeps because me out. Because you're hairy and I guess. I don't want to have sex with say. Chewy. He's no. cute, but no. No. Not this, the sweet baboo comes from peanuts. It's what, Sa- what it Sally is. calls Linus. That's what it is, my sweet baboo. That's so cute. Isn't that cute? I love it. I so love anyway, it. Those are good. How fun. I had fun looking at those and thinking, I've never heard of some of these, so I wanted to share them today. But yeah, a brotato chip is my favorite. That is the best one. That would be fun to just come up with our own, like just a brainstorm. Like funny, <laughs> funny plays on words like potato chip. Like what? It is the best. I actually is. had my girlfriend raise her hand like, you can call me that. Oh, <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's so cool. I love it. I love it. Well, what about your poop girl? What you going to share today? Well, I had so many things to choose from. Ooh. And so I decided to talk about the show that I watch on again, off again, called My 600 Pound Life. <laughs> it's... <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty heavy subject it is a heavy subject <laughs> but it is okay so it's so interesting because so it, it all revolves around uh people who are over 600 pounds and so they want to have um like a reduction surgery sure and so it's it's his doctor in houston and his nickname is doctor doctor um no or doctor now um, it's a, it's a longer name anyway, he's just a cutie pie. And so they, they have to come to, um, Houston and live there like during this time. And so he always makes them go on a diet and like lose a hundred pounds before he'll even consider them for the surgery. Right. Wow. And these people are like, they can't even get off the bed. I mean, they're so big that they can't even get off the bed. And so it's like an hour long and it just follows all their stuff. But, um, then they, uh, they usually have like a friend that comes down with them and the friend is always the enabler. Like oh, buys like, them like ding dongs and stuff. Yes. Yes. Oh like they'll go and doctor now gets so mad, so mad. And, and it's just like, ah, it, it's, but what, one thing that struck me from this, that, um, he, that the doctor was, was kind of going off on this friend saying, Oh, you're enabling. You need to not, you know, she can't eat as much as you can. And you're feeding her all these things. And he says, do you know that she can eat 6,000 calories in 10 minutes? Oh, my God. 6,000 calories in 10 minutes. And and my mind wow. is trying to, like, wrap around what that would even look like. like yeah, 6,000 calories. I mean, like a, an entire cheesecake. Or, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. But... Um, and, you know, the sad thing is, of course, all these people, this started happening when they were either molested or when they Aww. were raped or there was some trauma, which yeah, usually, you know, they, they want to hide in their bodies, they want to hide in their bodies, right. And so this is uh, most of these people, you know, have been like this since they were teenagers, like, mm. and it just gets worse and worse. Yeah. 
But one thing that I don't ever see that I wish I would see is they don't ever talk about like the psychological help people are getting. They mm. focus only on, you know, the getting the, um, my God, I forget. I watch this all the time. It's the reduction <laughs> surgery where they reduce the stomach size. Bariatric surgery. Mm. Mm. Something like that. Or else they put like a sleeve on it. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. so um, yeah, but they never address like, sure, you can get somebody down to a certain weight. But does that really help what's going on with the, the root of it to be able to work through that so they don't feel like they need to hide in their bodies anymore? Like, Well, and I, you know, I've known people that have had that surgery, obviously not from that situation, extreme situation. But I always thought that you, that was part of the process. Like you couldn't just get the surgery. You had to go through counseling as well because of that very thing. Because it's not, mm. it is very emotional Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really where it stems from. Yes, yes. I mean, yes, some people do, you know, have medical problems where they gain weight and, you know, that sort of thing or hormone hormone issues, whatever. But when people are that much overweight, I think a lot of it does have – it's very much psychological. It is. It so is. So I think that's maybe an unwritten rule, but they should yeah. talk about that on that show. Yeah, I wish they would. I mean, they talk about it on um, on hoarders, you know, which is the same yeah. kind of thing where they um, – it's always – it springs from some kind of traumatic event, and then they become mm. hoarders. And then they have somebody come in and organize, help them organize their house and throw shit out, but they always have the psychological piece to it too. And I just find that fascinating. I just – I love – shows that where people become successful, you know, and literally dig out of holes sometimes, you know, but yeah. it's one of those things, like, especially with hoarders, who that's hard to watch when they're finding all these dead cats and oh. vermin and all this shit in these people's houses. Like I feel, and but the thing is they can't help it. And they are so emotional about partying with even like a newspaper. I from, know it's so sad. It's really sad. It's really sad. So I, I didn't mean to bring the show down. I was just, <laughs> I just, I, I wanted to mention you. my big point was like 6,000 calories in 10 minutes. Like that just sounds, and, and it just blows me away. But you know, you look at like my son used to work at a liquor store and he said, Every morning, someone will come in, same person, and buys a big handled jug of vodka and drinks it all that day. Oh. And then comes back the next yeah, day. I mean, I guess you work yourself up to whatever. But, yes. But my question is, if this person is saying to the other person, they can't eat as much as you, what do you mean? They, the overweight person couldn't eat as much as the regular person? I don't understand that. Well, they're saying, he's saying that, um, like, this regular person doesn't have a weight problem. Right. So they're saying that, you know, well, you, basically you shouldn't be eating the things that you you're shouldn't eating. be eating the things that you yeah, right. exactly, exactly. And so they, um, and, and sometimes the other person also has a weight problem or and a problem sure. with, you know, but, um, the person with a weight problem, they equate food with love. And so, you know, they're yeah. begging this person to, oh. you know, and this person is like, I gotta do it, you know? God, that'd be so hard because I think about me, like I get hungry and I'm like, okay, if I don't want to eat, then I'll maybe get up and go for a walk or Mm -hmm. do something to get my mind off it. But when you can't move out of your chair, it's pretty hard to get your mind off of, you know what I mean? Like you can't go do something else to like think of something else. No. And someone else is wiping your butt and bathing you and like all of that. Like, 
It's so I enjoy the successes of that story. And it also reminds me of how difficult that must be and how my challenges with, you know, with eating now and again, things that I tend to like eat too much of, and then I feel gross and whatever, like that's, it's, it's nothing. It, I know. I guess, yeah. So I feel real compassion towards those people. But I don't know, that 6,000 calories thing just blew me away. But it's right. You work yourself up to that. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So, but anyway. Although so. the, the idea of eating $6,000 or $6,000, ah. 6,000 pounds worth of donut sounds really good right now. <laughs> 6,000 pounds or 6,000 calories? Oh, I mean 6,000 <laughs> 6, pounds, too. Bring it on. Oh, bring it on. <laughs> Love last, me a good donut. I know. Last weekend, I was this close from making homemade donuts, but we had already <gasps> had this big breakfast and everything. And I'm like, all right, I wanna, I'll make gluten-free homemade donuts tomorrow. But then we woke up and it didn't ha- I can't remember what happened, but it didn't happen. But I'm <sighs> like, I want to make homemade donuts with, you, you know. Donut blocked. I know. I know. Yes. With the powdered sugar on it and some glaze and yummy. You know, I'm still, it's not the weekend yet. So Corman went to Costco and brought, bought like a huge thing of, of chocolate covered raisins. I'm like, you you can't buy that. All I want to do is like put my hand in there all the time. I'm like, no, it is not the weekend yet. Nope, nope, nope. So I've been sticking to that. Good for you. Good for you. Do you feel good? Yeah, I don't feel any different, but yeah. it feels good to just be able to do that. Yeah, for sure. You know? For sure. It's frustrating, cool. but it's not that big of a deal. So what do we got next week? Ah, next week, next week. This is going to be really fun. Of course, they're all super fun. Mm-hmm. And Twisted, which is always my favorite. I know, I know. <laughs> Twisted so Sister. Twisted Sister, there's a new documentary that just landed on Netflix yesterday. I think it's already trending, called The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Mm. And it's right up our alley because it's mystery and intrigue. It's a documentary. And you guys, I don't want to say too much about it, but it kind of is around this news story where this poor young girl disappeared from this hotel. And this happened in like kind of the late 2000s, I think. So um, 20, I cannot remember the date. I'm terrible at remembering dates. But I remember hearing the news story Mm -hmm. um, in real time, like back when it happened. It was on Unsolved Mysteries too, like the new. Was it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, I've gotten through two so far. And I told Angie she needs to watch it. And there's two more. So there's only four episodes. It's on Netflix. And they're about, you know, an hour each. It's really fascinating. So we're going to watch that. Yes. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to report week. back. We're going to report back about the vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I can't Ooh. wait. I can't wait. And yeah, so that's next Monday. We're here every Monday, in case you were wondering. <laughs> on feminine and uh, anywhere else you listen to podcasts, we're there. And the Facebook and Instagram, we like to post some fun things on Feminine Hijinks Podcast and on patreon.com forward slash Feminine Hijinks Podcast, where you can support little old us for as little as $3 a month. Oh, yeah. So nice. So and nice. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody have a good week. Stay yes. well. And we love you. Love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye. Bye.